I'm not quite sure if Where the Road Takes Me is an apt title for this evening's edition of the programme, as I'm only going around the corner from our West Cork studio here in Bandon. I'm heading for St. Michael's Centre. Their website will tell you that they are a community centre providing information, support and resources to enable and support older people to live independently in their community and provide them with a range of choice-based, high-quality supports and services. You will hear one of our guests later say that nobody ever passes a collection for St. Michael's or a ignores a fundraising venture because they are so much part of the community and have been for 50 years. Meals on Wheels, a befriending service, a host of social and recreational activities and a care ring service are just a small example of what St. Michael's offer the community in Bandon and surrounding areas. And there's an extensive housing project for St. Michael's underway on Weir Street, just around the corner from us here. On the programme this evening, we'll meet some former and present members, and we'll have some music from Bandon to complement all of that too. So, good evening, thank you for joining us, and welcome to Where the Road Takes Me on C103 this Sunday evening. My first guest on the programme this evening is no stranger to me, or to those of you who listen to C103 in the West Cork area. I haven't met him for a long, long time, and yet I used to meet him once a week for many, many years. At that time, I was presenting the West Cork Today Current Affairs programme, and Sean Meehan, who worked for the Department of Social Welfare, did a weekly slot with me on Social Welfare Matters. In Sean's own light-hearted way, he deciphered the gobbledygook and translated it to layman's language in such a manner that anybody listening understood and knew what they were or were not entitled to as regards social welfare. So I must say, it's really nice to talk to Sean this evening, who's a former member of the St. Michael's Board. Sean was obviously an asset to St. Michael's, being akin to Oliver Goldsmith's The Village Schoolmaster, where... The village all declared how much he knew. To certain, he could write and cipher too. Sean and myself had a, a wee chin wag on our time in radio, which he tells me he enjoyed very much. I finished in, I think, 09 was my last episode back here with you and then Patricia prior to that. And it was lovely. I must admit, I enjoyed my time here because it was a, there was a great camaraderie and a localness about 103 at that time. And you could kind of meet the same people in the street. And next thing people would say, you said that this morning. Now, what did you mean by that? Oh, <laughs> the street, which yeah. was brilliant. And that's what getting information out is all about. Yeah. It's about saying something that's, that, that, that maybe might be slightly open to misconstruction in print, but if you said it and have a chat about it, people might say, oh yeah, that might affect me or that doesn't or whatever. So it was only the chin wagging about it that kind of helped. Now, we're here to talk about St. Michael's, 50 years, and you were involved in St. Michael's. You came to Bandon in 86, yeah. And your baby really was Meals on Wheels. But talk to me about your arrival in Bandon. I suppose I came, we, we were married in 75 and we lived in Ballon Temple, Mary and I. And an opportunity came up to kind of come down west because Mary's Bantry, my wife. And I said, you know, Bandon, we've no connection at all with Bandon. This is no family, no kind of, except for passing through and going to Bantry. So we kind of looked around for a house and all that. So we came in 86 and working for the, the, the health board and the Department of Social Welfare, I was kind of discovering that there was a lot of stuff that was not being shared, shall we call it. So I was looking around for what I had been used to in the city was kind of social interaction with maybe Vincent de Paul's or 
Meals and Wheels groups or whatever it was and whatever they were doing if I could help or we as an, an organisation could help that was where the, the kind of the onus came from so I discovered St Michael's and I said gee this is doing what societies and communities should be doing they kind of started from a base of discovering that say people were living in conditions at home that might be ideal should we call it and they kind of decided that well you know we have a place over there that used to be a nursing home and maybe we could kind of you know do it up and all that sort of so that was the basis of it the provision of a safe secure place and then from there kind of developed a lot of other services and now it's kind of gone on from it's become quite a dynamic kind of a delivery service shall we call it in the heart of Bendon but the meals and wheels thing well I remember when I went and in my day do you remember Rinzi O'Mahony I do indeed do you remember Rinzi yeah. a thorough gentleman Rinzi was, was the chair and I mean after that there were great chairs like Eddie Williamson um, John Hurley the curtain man is Roger Pearson so there's kind of a whole local connection with the whole thing and all of the various board members are all very local I mean there's I'm just to throw a few names remember, remember Anne Williams I do lovely lady and then Noel Cavan you remember I'm sure Noel yeah. thorough gentleman and then Tig to me my old buddy Tig I mean they were all there at the time I arrived and and, and, and uh, at that stage when I arrived meals were being cooked in the kitchen in St Michael's People with various skill sets and expertise have joined the volunteers in the committee of St Michael's availing of these skills allows St Michael's to offer so many services help and advice to the older person in the Bandon and surrounding area Roger Pearson runs a dentistry business in Bandon and he is the present chairman. Came on board back in 2018 when we started our project of adding accommodation to the what we provide within the St. Michael Centre. So we now have nine units, uh, standalone units inside in the town for older people capable of independent living. And back then I was asked to come on board while we were setting up the accommodation and as and who would be getting that accommodation back in 2018. Moss Johnson was saying to me that never does it happen that a person passes a collection for St. Michael's or a fundraising venture. And that would give you the impression that the bond between community and St. Michael's is unbreakable and it goes back so many years to St. Michael's and further back then to the maternity hospital. So most people know somebody who availed of St. Michael's and maybe were even born there before that. Yeah, and, and, and the, we feel that the general goodwill towards us is uh, very obvious. Um, we presently are running a, a raffle for a, a Cupra Fermenter car in the hope to raise funds for our new project. And we're finding the goodwill we're getting on the street from people and the amount of people who are saying, oh, I was born there or my parents were born there or my parents have used their services or other people that they know within their families have used the services. So we always have a very, very goodwill gesture towards us. We find our Christmas morning swim is always very, very well supported out in cool main great crack and a great way to start Christmas Day and it raised funds for us and also for abandoned Red Cross so we feel that always is looked after very well by everybody in the community and also then we've started recently the last few years the Remembrance Tree inside in the Riverview Shopping Centre which previously was run by the Bandon Rotary Group and very very well done by them but they handed the reins on to us and we find that people are very very generous and uh, the messages that you see on those trees is actually very heartwarming a lot of memories are, are on that tree every year. So many different fundraising projects for various causes at the moment and every cause is finding it difficult. How difficult are you finding fundraising now compared to say five, ten years ago? Yeah, it's, it's, it is difficult because there, there, there are a lot of people who, who need help. The state helps in certain circumstances but definitely within the community there are calls from sports clubs, there are calls from support groups from all of us too to try and generate monies for those and to run them through the years. We find over the years that we've, we've got very kind donors 
donations from people who have just left us lump sums, people who have bequeathed us money, people who've passed by and just put money in a bucket inside in our offices. We feel we get a steady stream. We know we're asking a lot of the community at this present time for our new project on South Main Street, but we feel with our status within the community and the belief of the community about what we do that we hope we will get good support. Boss Johnson is originally from neighbouring County Kerry. He came to Bandon many years ago and served as a Gorda based at Bandon Gorda Station. His input to the local community down through the years has been immense and even more so since he has retired. He's a former president of St Michael's and a current director. Going back, I think it was Noel Kevan brought me into St Michael's. Former sergeant, yeah. Former sergeant yeah. onto the committee who was very prominent in St Michael's at the time. And uh, I joined all these lovely people who were doing a wonderful job in managing the situation under trying circumstances financially and other ways. And they did a great job. There was, I think there was 25 people between St. Michael's and the, we had another uh, item over in uh, Avenue House. And I think there was 10 people there. It was a, a lovely setup insofar as that there was great interplay between the people that were in there and uh, they were all older people and we seemed to get along all right anyway. What sort of services were they offering at the time? <coughs> I know Meals and Wheels, Sean spoke about that and residential came into it. Well, it was residential in that there were three floors in St. Michael's and then you had Avenue House, was a, an annex off. There was about 15 in that, it's a, and then you had over Avenue House, you had 10 units there. They were all occupied at one stage and I suppose there was actually people with waiting to come in there and uh, you know we provided the meals and wheels every day and they, those that came walked in for the meal to the dining room and those that couldn't got it in their, in their room. At 10 o'clock in the morning you could go in there and hear the melodion playing and three or four people singing upstairs. That's the kind of atmosphere that was in there. Lovely, lovely people. And, you know it was a very happy, happy and uh, nobody wanted to leave it. Everybody want, wanted to be a part of it. So um, happy time I think. Yeah. Yeah. And even for people who were living on their own it was great to pop in there anytime they wanted so it was very much community based it was it was uh, that was the purpose of it uh, to, to serve the community and uh, uh, as I say the Meals and Wheels and became a community based situation and that it, it kept tabs on the people out there who didn't have anybody to call to or that and uh, I know some of them now I used I was in charge of it for a while and I was one lady in particular she insisted that you make the tea for her when you came in now the purpose of it was of course she wanted someone to talk to that was the purpose of it mm-hmm. it wasn't the tea but that was the ritual every day you made the tea for this this particular lady but um, as I say now I remember those times of very happy memories thankfully St. Michael's Centre has always been synonymous with Meals on Wheels and accommodation but as the years progressed, the committee were constantly adding new services to offer the community. Obviously, COVID had a huge bearing on all of that. Roger Pearson is chairperson. The charity originally started back in 1969 and, and mainly was about accommodation and uh, from there grew the meal, Meals on Wheels and St. Michael's would be synonymous with the Meals on Wheels services and over the years we've added services to that so nowadays we provide what we call Digital Eye which is for training and education of people who may struggle with their mobile phones or with their iPads or with their laptops and now the communication for older people and for all of us is via the phone and via the internet a lot of people just need to help 
helping hand as to how to use their new toys that they've received either for Christmas or they bought for themselves. So other services we provide, we would provide a caring services. So this very much came to the fore during COVID where people were isolated, older people were isolated at home and we had a bank of volunteers who um, would have called these people out regularly over on a weekly basis just to catch up on the news and just to see how they were doing. We also provide a music inside in our uh, centre on Friday mornings and Friday evenings with volunteer musicians and that always brings in a big crowd and great crack for those who participate cups of tea and scones and all that goes with that as well and this presently we are underway with a a new um, idea in that we now run a what we call our sunshine cafe on every second last Thursday of of a month and this involves opening a cafe for people who have memory loss and and, uh, early sufferers and late sufferers of dementia but also more importantly for their carers so that they have a place to come to for a couple of hours where we have beautiful old china laid out we have music we have hand massages and we have an area for networking for those who are suffering but also for those who are caring for them because sometimes the carers get forgotten about and it can be a lonely existence for them so our hope is that what we do with that Sunshine Cafe and we would encourage as many as possible from the greater area to use us we hope from that that both sides of the coin gain in in the situation that that they find themselves in. I'm in St. Michael's Centre in Bandon this evening. They've been serving the Bandon and surrounding community for the past 54 years. And where the road takes me this evening, I meet present and former members, find out about the services they offer, and discover the new and exciting projects and plans in the pipeline. So, join me for part two after the break. <laughs> 